Welcome to the Loud Whispery Ignite Your Voice podcast. This is your healing space, providing you with hope and inspiration as you become more connected to yourself. Your safe vessel, helping you move to a higher consciousness to reignite your voice and discover who you are destined to be. I am Isabel Drawn, your host. I am also an author, entrepreneur, and a life transformation and spiritual coach. Most importantly, I am a perpetual student of life, just like you. So let's explore together. You will walk away each week feeling empowered by embracing who you are. Only then you can take action towards becoming the best version of yourself to claim what is already inside you. Welcome to the Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. I am so excited today. We have an amazing guest, Nicole Commons. Nicole is a professional certified coach, and she partners with her clients to become the most successful, healthy, fulfilled, and confident versions of themselves. She supports her clients in gaining clarity on what they want their future to look like, identifying the obstacles holding them back, facing their fears, and also creating a plan to help them accomplish all their big goals and dreams. She is high energy, fun and friendly, and no BS approach. She helps men and women to live a more balanced life. Nicole is also a graduate and a certified coach from the Accomplished Coaching Coaches Training Program and is accredited by the ICF, which is the International Coach Federation. And in addition, she is also certified as a neuro-linguistic programming, which is, is NLP. Amazing, amazing, amazing including timeline therapy and hypnotherapy. Thank you for joining me today. I am so excited to have you on here, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I am excited. So let's go ahead and start. I first would like to start by asking you, how would you describe yourself and what you do? Mm. You know, it's funny. I was just talking with somebody about this today. You know, what I do is really supporting clients and getting the answers that are inside of them. My belief is that I'm not an expert in someone's life. They are the expert and they have all of the answers that they need. It's just somebody asking questions that they have never been asked before, getting really curious, creating a safe space for them to share anything, things that they have never even said out loud before that they feel comfortable sharing and and talking through with me. Okay. That's amazing. That's great. And how did you get here? How did I get here? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, in, uh, it start actually started in 2003. I, I started working with my first life coach. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of a coach before, but one of my very good friends was working with a coach and she was transforming before my eyes. She okay. just looked so peaceful and so happy. And there was, she was getting amazing results. So I knew I needed some of that. And I was in the mortgage business. I had a very successful career in the mortgage business and I worked with this coach for two years and it completely transformed my life, how I looked at myself, how I valued myself, how I showed up in the world. It was incredible. So fast forward 2008 and the housing market crash happened and my career no longer was what I loved, which really was about coaching people because I worked mostly with first time home buyers, helping them repair their credit and, and structuring their mortgage. So it was compatible with their financial plan and educating them and all of that. And so in 2008, 
I felt like I lost everything because everything I put into my life was focused around my career. Mm-hmm. All of my efforts, all of my energy was so focused on my career and building my career. I had a five-year plan. I was going to bust my butt. I was going to work nights and weekends and whatever it took to build up my book of business. And I thought, okay, after five years, I'll have this great book of business that people will buy their second homes and their third homes and, and it will be okay. And then the housing market crash happened and all of my happiness, my identity, everything crashed with it because everything was tapped into the mortgage business. Yeah. And so I suffered for about five years. I was really unhappy and I was trying to find that love and passion I had for the mortgage business again. After five years, I finally decided to start working with a coach that I had met through the chamber okay. and I called my, she was a very good friend of mine at the, you know, and um, I called her and I said, I think I need to hire you. And it was our second session and she started laughing. She's like, Nicole, you want to be a coach? I'm like, you're right. I do. And um, the rest is history. I enrolled in a coach training program and nine years later, here I am. That's amazing. Right. Uh, I remember when the crash happened. So that totally makes sense. But I'm going to piggyback from what you had said, right? So you said you had this plan, a five-year mm-hmm. plan, and you knew exactly what you wanted to do, where you're going, but obviously something was missing, right, within you. And I guess my question to you, what was the why behind the change? Because I know right now we live in a society, which the reason why I'm so excited to speak to you today is because you coming from the mortgage business and now becoming a coach and uh, realizing that life is more than just our careers, right? And then now we live in a society where we're judged by how we perform and we're judged by what we produce and just being yourself and really taking care of yourself. It's kind of like in the back burner. So our validation seems like when we wake up every day, what am I going to produce today? And, you know, how am I going to perform today? So kind of neglecting ourselves. And most of us find ourselves uh, going through burnout because of that, because we identify just like what you mentioned, who we are, but what we do and not necessarily who we are. Mm-hmm. So how that how has that changed your life? Oh, my goodness. So, you know, for me, I was so, so focused on my career that I I didn't put effort and energy into my personal life. I didn't, I worked out and I did all of that, but I kept pushing off vacations and, and even friendships and, yeah. and relationships. And I kept pushing that off to the side because I was so, I had tunnel vision, right? Like my focus was on the target, my five-year plan, right? And then when the housing market crash happened, that wasn't my target anymore. And I didn't know who I was. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was without the mortgage business. I didn't know who I was without a successful career. And, you know, what I've learned from that is one, our health and well-being is the foundation of everything we do and everything we don't do. So how do we treat our body, mind and spirit? Mm-hmm. Two relationships are why we are put on earth, right? We're meant to, and we are meant to love and enjoy the life we're living. We're not meant to suffer through it, yeah. you know, or wait for Friday or wait for the weekend or wait for a vacation. We're meant to love the life, love, love, love life, you know? And it's something that I'm really passionate about because so many people don't. So many people are you know, looking at their watch and can't wait till five o'clock or, 
you know, keep talking about, oh, I can't wait into the weekend or, oh, it's another Monday. I, you know, yay, I made it through a Monday or TGIF, you know, I can't, yeah. you know, thank God it's Friday. And to me, that's just signs that we're rushing through life. And that makes me sad because, you know, I want people to wake up every morning excited for the day, right? Because we only get one life. We don't get a repeat of all of the years that passed us by. And it's just really important to really learn to love the life we're living. And if you're not loving your life, what are the changes you need to make so that you can? Yeah, I love that because I feel that um, with myself being a coach too, a lot of us live a life surviving. It's all about survival, right? So we're on this hamster wheel that's constantly just going and going and going. And we're neglecting ourselves. And you talked about relationships and that's what happens when we just focus on our career and our career is everything. You know, we neglect our relationships with everybody else, but most importantly with ourselves. Oh yes, so and true. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How did you work that with yourself? Well, I feel like if you don't have a relationship with yourself, how can you have a relationship with anybody else? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we don't love ourselves, which I struggled with years ago, right? Mm-hmm. If we don't love ourselves, how is anyone else supposed to love us? Mm-hmm. One, two, when we don't love ourselves, we're not showing up as our authentic self. So how are they going to love the person that they don't even see? Mm. Right. Like, I mean, I, to me, that was a game changer. Wow. If I'm not being my true self, because I'm afraid of what people are going to think, am I really being loved? Because they don't know who I am. Yeah. I love that. They don't. Cause each time you show up, I always say that as human beings, we're always trying to perfect a human being that does not exist. This person that we're always trying to show up as is a person who we've been conditioned to believe that we are. So until when we really slow down and connect to ourselves and just know that we're enough and find out who we are. Mm-hmm. And just like what you said, then you start living an authentic life because then you start loving and appreciating yourself despite your imperfections, right? And you show up totally different. If you had a chance to tell your 20-year-old or 30-year-old self (laughs) right now today, what would you say to her? What would you say to her to make sure that she doesn't wait until she's where you're at to make the change in your life. I always say the reason why I do what I do is because I woke up in my 40s, late 30s to 40s. And my goal and my prayer is to make sure that my daughter and every woman out there understands that number one, you're enough. And number two, do not, don't wait until you're in your 40s and your 50s trying to discover yourself. Yes. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the first thought I got, I had was I'd go back to my teenage self Mm -hmm. and I would tell my teenage self to take care of my body. You know, I would, I'd be educated on what that means, right? Mm -hmm. Moving my body, eating foods that love my body and not, you know, that gives it vitamins and nutrients to love myself, Mm -hmm. to take care of myself, to take care of my heart to make myself the number one priority. Not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. Just be true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. I'm getting a little emotional talking about this. Um, You know, it's, um, this is, this is what it's about. We're here to heal and grow and develop. 
Yes. And so love yourself and you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. Pay attention to the things that you do love about yourself. Be grateful, acknowledge yourself. You know, when I first started my working with a coach, my, I was that girl that all I saw was everything that was wrong with me. Mm. I picked myself apart every day, every moment. And I remember starting that process with like looking at myself in the mirror and saying, okay, what's one thing that I love about myself? Mm. I love my hair. And then I focused on that. And then I focused on my eyes Mm -hmm. and then I kept, I kept focusing on the different parts of myself that I loved. And eventually I started to love myself, you know, instead of picking myself apart, Mm -hmm. I started to acknowledge myself and appreciate myself. Yeah. Instead of that, that voice inside of us, that's always telling us that we're not good enough. Yeah. And then I think certainly in my twenties and in my thirties, I would have told myself, ask for help. Vulnerability is not weakness. Vulnerability is access to love and connection. And I used to think vulnerability was weakness on steroids Mm. and that I couldn't be the needy girl. Mm. I couldn't have needs. I couldn't, you know, ask for favors. My relationships are so much deeper and so much more fulfilling because I ask for help now because I, I don't try to do everything on my own. Yeah. And I love that. The reason why I love that is um, I experienced the same thing too, coming to into myself, right. With all the excavating and digging deep and really getting to discover myself. For me, it started one day I looked at myself in the mirror and I asked myself, what did you like as a little girl? And I could not remember. I didn't know what I liked. And I knew there was a problem here because I didn't know who I was. And you mentioned about help. Uh, I was a single mother at one point. And I remember people always used to say, you're so strong, Isabel. Gosh, you're so strong. But what most people didn't realize is that I was breaking silently by myself. And I couldn't ask for help because when I go out, everybody's telling me how strong I am to be this single mother who's doing all these things. But people didn't realize I was not strong at all. I was just doing the best that I could. To be honest, I was surviving. If I knew now, then what I know now, I would definitely be screaming from the mountaintop asking for help because I believe that we all need each other. And as you mentioned, right, uh, vulnerability, really, that's where our strength lies. That's where our authenticity lies. So thank you so much for sharing that part. And then I'll piggyback to you. We're talking about the health. And I believe the mind, the body, and the spirit like they're all interrelated. And I noticed that even with what you do, you mention a lot about health, about what people put in their mouths and why that is important to take care of yourself. Do you want to talk to us a little bit more about why wellness is really important in our journey? Mm-hmm. So my belief is that our health and well-being is the foundation of everything we do and everything we don't do. So how do you treat your body, mind, and spirit? Yeah. I'm working with a functional medicine doctor now, uh, Dr. Will Cole. He is fabulous. If um, I highly recommend following his podcast, picking up one of his books, brilliant. But one of the things he says, you cannot heal a body you hate. Mm. Can you repeat and he, that again? That's deep. Isn't that how it gives me goosebumps? Yeah, it gave me goosebumps. <laughs> You cannot heal a body you hate. 
So, and what I love about the work that he does and the work that I'm doing with him to heal my body is that he talks about giving your body the vitamins and nutrients it needs, right? From foods and that you can't exercise a poor diet out, right? So like, you're never going to be able to exercise enough to make up if you have a poor diet, right? Our brain, our energy, our all of our organs are fueled by vitamins and nutrients, yeah. right? If you're not drinking enough water, or if you're dehydrated, or if you're eating processed foods and not getting, you know, fruits and vegetables and, and proteins and the things that your body needs to survive, you can't be your best self. You can't achieve your big goals you have for your career. You can't, you're not going to show up as, as the best mom, boss, dad, partner, whatever it is, because you're tired. I mean, think about it. Like when you don't feel good, you're probably not yourself, right? You're not your best self. Mm -hmm. You're not, you might even be a little cranky, right? I know when I'm cranky, I don't even want to be around myself. Why did yeah. anyone else yeah. want to be around And then me? I overeat too. So that's a good point. Yeah. So my yeah. comforting myself, I go to food and that's not a good thing. Right. So really looking at, you know, and one of the things I say to my clients is, my hope for you is that you're going to make intentional decisions, right? It doesn't mean like I don't eat gluten or dairy or corn or soy or refined sugars, or refined oils. Like I eat whole healthy foods and my body doesn't like gluten, right? So, but that doesn't mean that three years from now, let's say, you know, my body is totally healed and I'm, my body's the best version of itself, which I believe that my body will be healthier in my fifties than it was in my twenties. Yes, um, that. that doesn't mean that three years from now, if I'm at a wedding and I want a couple bites of a wedding cake, that I won't have that. Or if I'm at a birthday party or my mom makes homemade pizza, that I wouldn't have a piece of pizza at some point. But it's about making intentional decisions. How am I going to feel if I have this? Do I really want this? Mm -hmm. You know, and like really thinking through, is this what I want right now? You know, same thing with spending money or doing anything really like taking a moment instead of reacting, which is what so many of us do is we're instant. We just do. We don't think through things, mm -hmm. taking the moment and saying, okay, is this going to bring me joy? Is this aligned with my vision and values or is this just something I'm doing? Yeah. Right. Asking yourself those powerful questions, right. That will bring out the curiosity to be able to really know the answer. And I always say it's that loud whisper. When you ask yourself those questions, you stop for a second. It's that voice inside of you, not the one that's criticizing you. No, it's the <laughs> voice that will say, well, Isabel, I don't think it's a good idea for you to have this cake. And not that voice that is like, if you eat this cake, you will continue to be big and all that kind of stuff, right? It's really, I love that you say that, asking those powerful questions that will then force you to sit back and really internalize and say, is this good for me? Is this what I need right now? Yes. Yeah. Well, and something else is like, you know, so if you decide yes, that's okay. If you're like, you know what, is this the healthiest thing for me? No, but I really, really want it. Enjoy it. And do not give yourself guilt afterwards. Like really let yourself enjoy it and then be done with it, right? Don't beat yourself up later. Mm. Enjoy it. 
allow yourself that gift because we do also get to live, right? Unless you're allergic to something, right? And you're going to have a severe reaction, then please do not eat it. (laughs) But like, you know, if it's, if it's something that you're like, well, I know it's not really good for me, but I'm going to have it because I enjoy it. And it's a treat for myself. Please enjoy it and, and really allow yourself to enjoy it. And my hope is that you just won't beat yourself up later for it because that doesn't do any good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It just makes the situation worse. What do you practice on a daily basis that keeps you on point? Oh my goodness. (laughs) You got pen and paper? I got a list. (laughs) Definitely staying hydrated. I always have water with me. I have a water bottle that I carry with me in my car. I'm always, I've always got stuff like that. And having electrolytes in your water, because most of us are dehydrated and we need to replenish our electrolytes. Um, Example of some electrolytes that you take. Yeah. So there's some, you know, I, I also recommend looking at ingredients, no matter what you buy. If you don't know an ingredient, look it up. Make sure EWG, and I'll share the link with you. EWG is a great resource for checking out what's in your products, both your food, your makeup, your personal care products, and your cleaning supplies to see what kind of ingredients are good and not good. So I actually make my own electrolytes. So you can use like Himalayan sea salt is electrolytes, magnesium electrolytes, So I make a thing called Sole water, which is like, I take a Mason jar and I fill it with Himalayan sea salt and I fill the rest of it with water. I let it soak for 24 hours. And then that's just when you first make it. And then every morning I take a teaspoon and add it to a glass. And then I fill the rest with water Mm. and that's electrolytes. I also put some magnesium in there and something else that is, this is a new thing that the magnesium and this other product is a new ad for me, but element is another healthy electrolyte like packet. You can buy it online. Um, and there's some that you can buy at the store. You just really want to look at what's in it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is really important for people to pay attention to because the mind, the body and the spirit, they're really interrelated. And sometimes when we're not feeling well, it's really because of how we're feeling inside and our body is reacting to that. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to take care of your body. Give me one, two lessons. I guess, what are the two greatest lessons that life has taught you? My gosh, um, I'll definitely ask for help. That for sure. Follow my heart, trust myself. I lived so much of my life being completely disconnected from myself. Really learning to connect to myself, learning to trust myself, learning to make decisions for me based on where my heart is and not what I think other people want me to do. And then I would also add to, I believe the killer of all relationships are assumptions and unexpressed expectations. If you have an assumption, put it out on loudspeaker, communicate what you're assuming to the person that you're assuming it about, right? As well as expectations. If you have expectations, no one is a mind reader. I don't care how long they've known you, how close you are in a relationship. No one can read your mind. So be sure to voice it, share it, communicate. Like speak up, use your voice, right? Mm -hmm. Because our voice really, that's the truth of who we are. 
our true voice. So I love that. Communicate, speak up so other people can really see you, hear you, because we have been trained to like a suppress our voices, to suppress how we feel in order to make other people feel better. You know, I'm not going to deal with this because I don't want it to be chaotic. I don't want the chaos. But what we fail to realize, we're cha- we're creating chaos within ourselves. And that is not healthy for your body. It's not healthy for your mind. And it's not healthy for your spirit. So I, I truly like that. What is your main focus in what you're trying to push into the universe right now? Part of my mission and why I do what I do is because I want to live in a world of people who are alive, Mm. right? I want to live in a world of people who are healthy and fulfilled and love life. And that's really my mission that we get to be whole and complete people in this world, you know, and that you can have a successful career that you love and healthy and fulfilling relationships and a healthy body, and whatever else it is you want that will support you in living that happy, healthy, and fulfilling life, right? You can have it all. You don't have to just pick one or just focus on one. Mm -hmm. And how important is it to spend time working on ourselves? Oh my gosh. You know, I have a client, we've been working together since 2017, and he's taken his company from a million dollars to $10 million in that time. Amazing. Right. And um, he's very committed. He's very committed to his company and he's committed to doing the work. And the thing that he said to me, gosh, this was a couple of years ago, um, was that he said he truly values his growth and his success to him. One, taking care of his health and well-being. He takes time away. He unplugs. He rejuvenates himself. He gives himself time to think. Right. And he works on him. He focuses on his beliefs, his values, right? And he he continues to grow himself and develop himself. And in return, his company is growing and developing. Wow. And he just, he got married and had a baby recently. And when the baby was born, he took off for three months. He checked in here and there, you know, and worked a little bit here and there, but for the most part, because he had built himself up so much and he had worked so much on the how he built his company, he was able to take that time off to be with his wife and newborn baby. That's and amazing. I just think that's amazing. Yeah, that is truly amazing. Just listening, you talked about your client. Obviously, he had to start trusting himself. And you had that's mentioned right. before, even with yourself, some of the things that you learn is about trust. How does somebody begin trusting themselves so that they can start their transformation? Because most of us don't trust ourselves. We don't trust that loud whisper, the still voice inside of us that's guiding us, that voice that you were talking about, that when you're about to make a decision, just stop and think about it, right? How does somebody start to trust themselves again? Because we've, if the person has been conditioned to listen to everybody else's advice about who they are, they become disconnected with themselves. How do they get back to connect with themselves and start trusting that still voice inside of them that will guide them to really take care of their three pillars, the mind, the body, and the spirit? I think one way is to start small. Right. And to pay attention. I also believe in, you know, doing the unconscious mind work. One of the things that I'm regularly releasing from my clients is it's not safe to trust. And that's the regular belief that people have come to me with. 
So releasing that at the unconscious level has been a game changer, but really looking at, you know, journaling, you know, and, and not, this isn't as much about trust as it is about making those conscious decisions yeah. and intentional decisions is all of my, like, I have all of my clients get clear on their vision, yeah. right? What do you want your life to look like and start and break it down for each area, right? Your, your career or business, your relationship, your primary relationship, your, your friends and family, all of those things. And your health and well-being, especially, right? What do you want your life to look like? And then that's your that's your compass, that's your guiding post. So, like, okay, is this aligned with my vision and values? And if it's not, then you know the answer is no. And again, part of that vision and values is to live and love life. If that piece of chocolate cake is going to make you enjoy that moment, go for it, right? (laughs) But if, if there's somebody in your life who doesn't make you feel good or doesn't value you or doesn't, um, you know, treat you well, then it's also saying, you know what, this doesn't working for me and having the courage to step away from that. Yeah, that does take a lot of work. It does take a lot of work to be able to, I love when you talked about journaling and sometimes people be like, yeah, okay, I journal, but those questions that you ask yourself, the value questions, that actually helps people get to know themselves, right? Because something that you thought you valued last year could be different today. So I love that. I love, love, love that you say that. You did an interview. You talked about your clients and I was listening to one of your interviews and I love that you explained this because most people don't. You talked about the difference between a life coach and a therapist. Mm -hmm. Could you explain what the difference is? One, my definition of a life coach is I'm going to support somebody in creating a more balanced life, right? So it's not just about... It's not just about their business. It's not just about their relationships. It's about balancing it all, right? Because you are a whole person. You're not just one area of life, right? So to me, that's what a life coach is, at least who I am as a life coach. The difference between coaching and therapy is a coach, our job is to ask a lot of questions, to be super curious, to, to, believe that our clients are whole and complete and that we pull the the answers out of our clients, that the clients have all of the answers inside them. And it's our job to pull those answers out. A therapist is really working on healing, healing the past, right? They're focused on somebody who doesn't feel whole and complete, right? Whereas with a coach, it's like, okay, here you are. This is where you want to go. What's standing in the way between where you are now and where you want to go. Let's clean that up. And yes, some of that is past stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Some of that is our beliefs that no longer serve you or beliefs that are not aligned with your, your vision. That's the difference between a coach and a therapist. And there's also a consultant. So a consultant tells you what to do. My job is not as a coach is not to tell you what to do, right? Because I don't have the answers. And let's be honest, I don't know about you, but I don't like to be told what to do. No, me neither. <laughs> I worked with a coach once who it was a coaching call. Yeah. And, and she said, okay, so your 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 goal is to grow your business. 
great. What you need to do is you need to go live four days a week. You need to do this, do this. And I was like, okay, I got off the phone. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you say, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. You're not the boss of me. Right. <laughs> I know I have it in me. I just need somebody to help me get it out. Yeah. <laughs> and what is aligned with me, right? Like <laughs> it's not, you know, if I if being on social media isn't aligned with me, like ask me or like, you know, have you done have you done Facebook lives? Yes, no. If no, why not? What's holding you back? Yeah. Right. And being curious. And so then then the fear might come up and then the beliefs might come up and then you can coach to that. Yeah. I love that you brought align. Alignment. I live for alignment. I know a lot of people will say work life balance. I'm starting to change the narrative to say life work balance because I think it needs to be life work and then balance. Yes. And then when it comes to balance too, it's I don't know about balance because I find that how do you even balance life? Because I can wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm good, everything is good. Then at 8.45, I get a call and just all hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I bring this up is because you mentioned alignment. And I'm, I've been thinking to myself that, is it life work alignment? Because the goal is really to find what you are aligned with. So that was good. Yeah. Well, you want me to reframe life balance for you? Yeah, sure. This is, Go ahead. this is how I look at it. We all know that it is almost impossible to say, I'm going to spend 33.33 hours here and 33.33 hours here and 33, yeah. right? Like it really distribute your time equally amongst all the areas of life. So my definition of life balance is not about how you allocate your time. It's about how fulfilled you are in every area of your life. Mm. And at once you're fulfilled in those areas, you can feel balanced. You feel balanced, right? You don't feel like you're pulling, 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 because sometimes you're going to have to spend more time with your family because that's what's needed. Sometimes you're going to have to work 50, 60 hours a week because that's what's needed. Right. But you should always still feel balanced. Right. And so if you are fulfilled, it doesn't matter where you spend your time. If you are fulfilled in your relationship and you're working 60 hours a week and you're only home for a few hours in the evening, you can still feel balanced and fulfilled. Yeah. I love that. So it boils down to fulfillment. I love that. Yeah. So as long as you're fulfilled, you truly can feel balanced in all areas of your life. So balance is really not about time. Balance is really about how you are feeling. One other question that I have for you, tell me about your personal experience with neglecting your own needs. Hmm. That's a really big question. Um, my personal experience with neglecting my whole needs, my goodness, I think that was the first 40 years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said, please don't wait till you're 40. Gosh, I remember. So in my coach training program, I had a coach that was, that I worked with from the beginning to the end. Basically, you know, I worked with her every week and just like I would set up a, a coaching relationship with my clients. And one call we were on, she said, Nicole, what are your needs? And I'm like, needs? If I need something, I do it myself. I got this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I had absolutely no idea what my needs were. So how did that change? Because you know, it's easy, especially, I know you work both with men and women, but just humans in general, for women, especially to put our own needs on the back burner when we're taking care of the people we love. With what you learned, how do you recommend we keep our needs in focus too? 
Yeah. I think one of the exercises I give my clients is to write down their needs, you know, whether it's needs in relationship, needs in life, needs in a career, like first, the first step is to be clear on what it is you do need. Right. I actually just hired someone to support me in um, doing some social media strategy. One of the things I sent her is here's my needs. Like these are the things that are important to me. And so first identifying what your needs are to communicating it with the people in your life. You know, I did that with my mom. So when I moved to Atlanta, I moved in with my parents to ride out COVID and I'm still there and I love it. And it's amazing. And so one, one of the things I said to my mom, it was probably mom. One of the things that's really important to me is when I come home, I want to know that I'm seen, Mm. right? So if you're watching TV, it would mean a lot to me if you would just pause it for a moment and say hi to me. Two, that I also want hugs. I'm Italian, you know, I'm, I'm a hugger, you know, (laughs) and, and some people in my family, like my, my sister will bend down and kiss me on the cheek. Right. Or, you know, and my dad will do the same thing. I want a hug. A hug is what like makes me feel warm and loved. Right. A kiss to me is like, eh, okay, whatever. But like when my, when my, the people I love hug me, it's something that I need. Right. And so, so I got to communicate that with my mom and she's been so good about it. Right. And that's why it's important to really speak our truth. Like you said, you could be with somebody, live with people. They can't read your mind. And in the only way for you to even start your healing process or just your own personal growth, it's really starting to trust that voice inside of you and to speak up for yourself, how you feel, who you are, what matters to you, your boundaries. People may be shocked in the beginning, but trust me, the more you keep doing it, people will continue to respect that space and respect you for speaking up for yourself, which shows them that you love yourself enough. And I know people talk about focusing on your own needs can feel selfish at times, They're like, no, I can't do all that. When you talk about self-care sometimes and self-love, people are like, that's too much. How do you recommend people overcome that mindset of thinking that it's selfish to take care of yourself first? Well, first they have to be open to listening, right? But also sharing with them, you know, kind of going back to what we talked about before is you can't show up as your best version of you if you're depleted, right? So, So do you really think that, if you're not taking care of your body and you're not enjoying life and you're not having fun, that you're the best mom you can be? Nope. Do you think that you're the best partner or employee or boss? No. So there are two books that I swear every parent should read. And there's many more, but these are the two, these are two that I read in the last two years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, every parent needs to read these. One is boundaries. Mm -hmm. And the second one is mindset. Carol S. Dewick, D-W-E-C-K, PhD. I'll still send you the links too, so you have them. And then boundaries, which says when to say yes, how to say no, to take control of your life. These books are fabulous for parents because one, it teaches kids boundaries, and also mindset. Amazing. 
Thank you for recommending yeah. that. That's amazing because that's big. Boundaries is big, right? Thank you so much for recommending that. I always leave yeah. each episode with some words of advice for our guests. So I have one last question for you. Are you ready? Sure. What would be your number one advice to all the people out there struggling right now, feeling stuck and wanting yeah. something different in life, but they just don't know where to start? I think that if you can find a coach that you can talk to, if that's not something that you have in your budget, ask a friend to talk to you and, and create and communicate what you need out of the conversation. So saying something like, you know, and this is something I recommend with any conversation that you're going into, you know, our friends, especially men love to fix things. Right. Yeah. And Sometimes we don't want things fixed, right? We just want to be heard. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So coming into the conversation, like, hey, I had a really rough day. Please don't try to fix this. I just want to talk about it. I just want to feel seen, heard, and understood. Can you do that for me? Mm. See what they say. If they say yes, open up. Anybody else who's stuck? I have some books as resources on my website that could be, it hasn't been updated in a while. Sorry about that guys. But um, that could be a good place to start. Use Google too, like ask questions that you you're struggling with. I truly believe in yoga and meditation and journaling. And I, and I will be completely honest. I am not perfect at it all of the time, <laughs> but when, especially when I'm in a, in a stuck place, journaling is really powerful for me. Mm -hmm. And two, again, if you are stuck, you know, if you can find a coach, most coaches will give you a complimentary coaching session to see if you're the right fit. Seeing if, if that's an option for you, that could be an option. I love that. I, I mean, everything that you said is correct. Finding a coach, we talked about help. That's where the coach comes in. Yeah. And we all need help because sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it, right? Because our eyes I always believe can only see so far. Thank you so much for that. Go ahead. I see you want to say something. I, have, I <laughs> do. I just thought of an idea. So this is an yeah, exercise sure. I give my clients and I would love, love, love to challenge you all to do this. Okay. Okay. We're ready. So here, here it is. Reach out to 10 people. Ideally, you are reaching out on the phone. So you're picking up the phone or in person. You get bonus points if you do it in person and you pick up the phone and you say, Hey, this coach just gave me this exercise. Would you be willing to do this with me? Get permission first. If they say yes, you say, awesome. The question is what qualities do I have when I walk into a room? What do you see in me? Okay. And then you write down everything they say when they're done, you say, is there anything else? Hmm. And if there might be a couple other things, right? Let them unwind. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And then you do it with the next person. And then when you see the pattern, right? Because ideally people are going to say similar words. You're going to see a pattern. That's the essence of who you are. That's who you are when you show up as your highest and best self. And so, so many of us focus on all of the negative, the things that we're not good at. The, the negative beliefs we have, those are blinders to us. So reaching out to somebody who sees you and trust me, so many people see who you are more than you will 
ever imagine. Ask them. They will tell you the truth. Thank you so much, Nicole. I so appreciate it. Could you please let our audience know where they can get in contact with you, your social links? I'll go ahead and put your social links um, with the podcast, but if you can tell them a little bit, I'd like them to hear it from your voice. So you can find me at Nicole Comis, C-O-M-I-S.com. All of my, my links are Nicole Comis. Instagram is at Nicole Comis. Facebook is Nicole Comis Coaching. I'm also on LinkedIn. Not so great on TikTok, but that'll improve. Um, (laughs) You're not alone, trust me. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to hear from any of you. And if there's anything that I can do or resources you'd like support with, I'm happy to share. Thank you so much for joining us, Nicole. I actually thought about something that popped up, but I know in the natural way of doing things, they're like, well, the podcast is over. But like I said, this is authentic and this is just how we are. What is your word for the year? Do you have, you know? I don't, but like the first, when you asked me, the first thing that popped up is gratitude. There you go. So we're grateful for you. Thank you for joining us. Well, now you have to share your word. My word for this year is trust. Mm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you can please share it with any of your friends and family who would like to come to a healing space. Thank you so much and take care and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a conversation. I would also be honored if you would consider leaving a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. As always, you can connect with me through the links in the description. Thanks again for listening. We're so glad you could join us today and look forward to supporting you on your greatest journey. Have a great day.